Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to a new season of the Amazon show where female adventurers from around the world share their stories. My name is Marcy Carnegie, and if you've been following this show for the past few months, you might recognize me from being on the other side of the mic talking through some of my own Pacific Crest Trail adventures. In the final episode of that series, I mentioned to Chris about a duo of exceptionally persistent, strong, life-loving, and quite frankly, badass women who have dubbed themselves the Wonder Women. And I thought that maybe she needed to have them on the show. I immediately offered to reach out and do the whole I'm going to slide into their DMs kind of thing, because I've been fangirling these women hard since they first set out to hike the Appalachian Trail in 2019. Uh, There must have been a little glimpse of excitement at that possibility. And in typical Chris uh, Stafford fashion, so giving and very perceptive of my not so discreet desire to meet these Wonder Women, she packaged up a mic and a mic stand and sent it my way with a nice little note with directions to have fun with this one, Mars. So here I am with the Wonder Women, Christy Burns and Annette Demmel from the Colorado Springs area of Colorado, USA. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thanks, Thanks very so much. much for Glad to be us. here. Yep. Now I can hear the excitement in your voice. You must have gone out and had a little hike this morning. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yep, for sure. It's a cold and blustery day. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds like a typical start to uh, to the winter months of January. Yeah, we even wore our packs. We're really working it. Yeah. Ooh, it sounds like a real training hike. I can't wait to hear what you're training for. We're going to have to save that for uh, for a little bit later in the show. But first of all, I know that my excitement level is overflowing uh, to have a chance to talk to you. Um, you've had some really neat opportunities through some of your travels and adventures, and I want to make sure that we showcase as much as we can on this show. And I'm going to let the cat out of the bag early uh, for our listeners and just say it, that you're not ordinary women. You aren't women who decide to retire and then just sit around eating bonbons and and living life and watching it pass you by. Um, You're not women who might get a little boo-boo or a scratch here or there and and hang it up and go home. You go out seeking adventure. You set your mind to the idea that you want to do stuff and be active and, and take it all in. And just reading your bio, it's it's exhausting. I hope that I have the same zest for, for, for getting it all in as, as both of you. Um, you've set out to hike the Colorado Trail, uh, the Oregon Coast Trail, the Lone Star Trail. You were up on the Superior Trail and you triple crowned going back to back to back years on the uh, Appalachian Trail, Continental Divide and Pacific Crest Trail. Um, you also put a few thousand miles under your bikes riding the, um, you know, uh, various trails up in the Pacific Northwest, uh, jumping over to Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island in Canada, uh, and, then, uh, and also through some of the American rail trails, including the CNO Canal and the Great Allegheny Passage, which is, uh, those are the, the rail trails that Chris and I rode back uh, last April of 2022. And you've also completed the Empire State Trail uh, from Buffalo to the heart of New York City, which is a bike path. Um, that's, it's over, gosh, I think it's close to about 800 miles that Chris and I hope to do, uh, this spring coming up. Um, you know, and, and, and I say all this and that doesn't even include all the countless miles that you're doing, uh, training for these types of things. Um, you know, throughout your home state, Colorado, 
and then getting out and seeing all the Nashville parks and national monuments and forests and, um, you know, just really leaving your mark uh, out there. All that to say, how are you doing? How are you holding up? How's your body? Well, I feel great. We, uh, we've been, we just started kind of picking up our training for this next trip we're doing. So we've been uh, doing some longer hikes and carrying our packs and I'm, I'm feeling really good. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, I feel really strong. I, I feel like I get stronger and stronger the more we do actually. Um, I was diagnosed with a heart issue this past April, but I'm doing well with that and treating that and moving forward. So I feel good. I mean, that that's the only thing I kind of am dealing with at this point, but other than that, I feel great. Wow. I mean, you say heart issue or uh, most people hear that and think, Oh, um, should I not be doing some of the things that you're doing? Should I not increase my heart rate? Should I maybe sit this one out? But it sounds like that's not an option right now. Yeah, I think, you know, with mine's a microvascular uh, coronary disease, but it's um, so it's in the smaller arteries. But the doctors want you to move. They want you to be active. It's better for your heart. So I just have to kind of manage. I'm just going to manage. Um, I feel great most of the time. It's that certain um, heart rate that I, I struggle a little bit. So I just have to manage that. I, but I feel like I have a plan in place and I'm totally going to be able to manage it and um, work it out. Every time we have something going on with our body, we just, we find a solution somehow to manage to keep going. So I feel hopeful about it. That's a pretty good life lesson. You hit a bump in the road and then you find ways to get to the other side of it. Um, yeah. I think being out there, you, you learn those types of lessons real, real quick. Um, so let's talk about this little transition that you had at retirement. I mean, this, this was in 2015 and you, you really transitioned in quite the nomadic life. Um, you're either on a trail or some adventure seeking out a park or a hike, um, and you're full-time RVers. Uh, yeah, how did, where did that come from? <laughs> well, kind of out of the blue, really, because we weren't, uh, RV people at all and, and we were, you know, we were tent campers, you know, backpackers, that kind of thing. But we were, it really started by us going to a financial planner. And, and uh, when, when he was saying, okay, if you want to maintain your life at, at you know, the level that you're at right now, here's what you have to do. And it was this really complicated thing where, you know, okay, I quit my public school job and then I work for another X number of years. And Christy works for 12 more, you know, however many years it was at that point. And um, we're just like, wow, that, that would be a long time. That, that, that would mean that we're doing this and not, being able to do long trips at all because we had been really limited at, of Christy's job. She could maybe be gone for two weeks. That was about max. Mm -hmm. So we decided we put a five-year plan into place and really did it in four where we um, got ourselves ready to retire. We, we sold everything pretty much that we owned. We got out of debt. We just made this plan. We bought a vehicle and a truck and paid it off. We just made a plan and, um, I closed my practice and we took off on the road and it has been a great decision for us. We just, we made the decision that we wanted to have be rich through experience over being rich with money. I mean, you know, we could keep working and make a ton of money, but we just, we wanted experience and we wanted to do things while we were young enough to do it while we physically able. And uh, we wanted to do long hikes. We've been backpacking for over 30 years. I mean, backpacking was always a big part of our life, but we just wanted to get out and see things and travel. And so we made it happen. And it's been a great seven years. It's been a great seven years. So far. I mean, that's, that's incredible. I love that being rich with experience. And I mean, that's just, that's a huge takeaway right there. Um, what are, I mean, do you sit down and do you have goals of what you want to accomplish or is, are you really just living in the moment and being really, really present? We feel like we pretty much live in the moment and love every moment we have. We do feel like life is short and life is a gift. And we're really trying to take advantage of every minute we have really, truly. We keep that in mind all the time, but we do plan. And so when we started out there, 
our being, um, you know, we had a dog at the time, so we didn't, we did the Colorado Trail with her in the Oregon coast, but we didn't want to do one of the big long hikes. So we centered our travel around her there for the first few years. Um, but we would, and you know, it's fun to plan. We, you're trying to use your brain. I mean, the, the lifestyle is great for aging because you're always in a different place. You are, um, we're researching, so we will research an area we're in and we'll, we'll learn about it and we will go see some of the, you know, national parks or monuments in that area or, you know, like the Lewis and Clark <laughs> journey. We followed along on that as we were out rolling around. I mean, so we're reading books, we're looking at maps and um, you're always, so it's, you're never just kind of in routine. Everything is you're always learning something new. Okay. So then when we start doing these big trails, you know, part of that is like, we want adventure. We want to do hard stuff. And, um, and there's so much to do. We don't have enough time in our lifetime to do everything we want to do. So we, um, we just research and say, Hey, whatever, just sometimes it's a gut feeling. Sometimes it's input from other people. And we say, Hey, let's do, let's focus on this for the year of 2023. And we, we start researching and making a plan. And we, remain flexible with whatever we do we make a structure and then we're flexible to change it if we have to or something you know but it just gives us a framework to get out there and and uh, we want to do as many hard things as we can there's a you know there is a time you are you know we talk about the biological clock a lot you know when you're younger you know should i have kids now or whatever but there is a biological clock too as you're doing this not that you won't be able to do you know fun adventurous things but there's some things that you know i might feel like okay at 65 i feel like doing this i don't know if i would feel like doing it at 75 or not (laughs) you know I, i haven't been there yet but um so with there was some intentionality to that we we were like let's do these hard things mm-hmm. let's let's do these while we think that we can while we're physically able let's do them mm-hmm. that's awesome um my mom always taught me never to ask a woman their age or their weight i think it's important can i ask you your ages yeah uh, don't worry i won't ask about your weight <laughs> i'm 65 and i'm 58 that's awesome. And so whenever you speak and you answer some of these, and they're in such great synchronicity, uh, if you will. And so that that means that, you know, the, the, the things that you're doing, you're planning and you challenge each other and you problem solve and find solutions to things. What uh, how are some of the other ways that you together prepare and spend typical days on trail? Well, we do a lot. So we kind of plan as we go. We kind of have an over kind of an I kind of go through the stuff and have a kind of an overlay of what we're doing. and kind of uh, like kind of where we can plan how much food we need for this section. But we really kind of do it while we're out there, too. So um, the, the pre-planning for us is figuring out where do we have to send a box if we have to, you know, that kind of stuff, because we don't all the time. And so you're kind of finding those uh things but the rest of it we just take off walking you know on the appalachian trail we just took off walking we we would estimate uh, uh, to the next resupply what we needed and at that stop we would estimate the next to the next resupply and we just kind of like to be we like to not be so planned and rigid because there's a lot of things what we have found is that the biggest gifts in life come <laughs> when you're not expecting it and when you plan too much you miss those i don't know how to to say that but it's it's so like if we're if we will on the trail we've made a plan like okay we'll get to the next town in four days but then on the second day somebody comes by and says hey you want to stay at our house we go i mean we go and do some other if we have opportunities we go we don't just stick to a plan and we like life that way we do that with our rv too we just kind of we say that we we let things unfold we step out there and see what unfolds for us and that's kind of how we plan plan our trips, kind of. And and the long hikes, as you know, I mean, you kind of have to have a, a game plan for the day. And we 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 go with kind and gentle mm-hmm. to ourselves. So we stop every two hours and um, you know talk and yeah, eat and rest and you know say you know 
maybe talk about what's coming up, maybe not, but we, we're real faithful to that, you know, just like making sure that we're drinking enough water and encouraging each other and that and checking in and then going on. I mean, it's, it's like being nice to yourself out there oh, instead yeah. of seeing it as, uh, you know, driving yourself into the ground. Yeah, you know, we, we've kind of created a formula for our success, really, that we um, we don't hike like the rest of the people out there because these young people are flying by us and doing 40 miles a day or whatever. We don't we do not do that. We um, we can't we to make it long term. We have to we have to be smart about what we do. So we really do less miles. We um, I mean, we still would get 20 miles in. I mean, it's not like but we'll rest every two hours we take days off um we have a lot of fun when we're out there yeah and it is you know one of the cool things for me about hiking and, and through hiking and as you get into a day especially after you've been out there for a few days or weeks or whatever as your mind is like there's so much stuff that just like surfaces and you know like the song that you haven't sung since you were 12 or something you know will pop into your head and you'll, and you're like, wow, where did that come from? There's all this stuff in your head that like gets released and, you know, stories and, mm-hmm. and different stuff. It's fun. To, it's fun. Like it, it's, that part is, is really cool. It feel, it's kind of meditative to me. Like, oh yeah. Absolutely. And you know, there's times where we're just blabbing along as we're hiking. And then there's times where we're four feet from each other and we don't talk for hours. I mean, we're just kind of, you know, in a meditative state where you're just kind of in your own self and, um, but we love it so much. And we sleep, you know, from older people, we hear a lot. Oh, I don't sleep on the ground anymore. I can't do that. Annette and I sleep like babies out there. I mean, we love it. We love our tents. We sleep better <laughs> on the trail in our tent than we do anywhere else. I mean, it's just, we just, just, I love being out there for long periods of time, like living out there. Like you become, it's your home. It's the, you become part of nature. And it's, it's like going home. I feel like I go home when I go outside and I go on these long trips that I'm actually for the first time. I'm really, um, I really go home. Well, see, this is where I get excited and I sort of geek out there with you because I've been on some of these long trails that you've been on and it's true. You do, you find your home and it doesn't necessarily have to be a dwelling or a, a significant or a particular place. It's where you feel most at ease. And, and one of the things that, you know, I'd love to ask you about, and I think it's a really tough question that I get asked a lot is what do you think about in particular? Like, are you transformed when you go out there? Like, you know, everybody thinks that you have to go out and you walk for miles and miles and miles and days on end in order to find some big solution to something or create something or whatever it is. And I'm like, no, like I go out there and all that stuff is just, it floods out of me. And, and it's like, just like you said, it's very meditative and it's sort of a relief that I don't have to think about anything. Right. That's right. I think your, your body feeds your mind. I, I think we think about it the opposite way a lot like you know your your mind you have control of your body you can make yourself do something but really your body the movement of your body the the being grounded on the earth the you know really feeling your balance as you're you know crawling over rocks or over you know fallen trees or whatever your your body feeds that up to your mind and it's free it's Mm -hmm. this like release yeah for me it's it's not thinking it's quite it's quieting my mind i feel quiet I, we, I feel, um, I, we don't even listen to music or podcasts or anything when we walk. We don't have anything in our ears. We we're it's totally, you know, you're listening to the birds, you're listening to the, the noises around you, the leaves blowing. I, I try to, there are times where you, I can really be in the moment where I just feel my feet hitting that, you know, the ground as I'm stepping your body, how it moves. They're just kind of in the moment of being quiet and aware and, and, I think it's just kind of a and quieting and you know, breath. Uh, you, you can do a lot of breath work when you're through hiking. You can really focus on, you know, doing deep breathing, breathing through your nose, really getting in that synchronicity of your breath and, and your movement. Um, it's almost natural when you're out there. And a couple of times I know when I'm out there, I will think of stuff. It depends, you know, there's things that come up, but I always think, it's funny because on every trail, I think this at some point it comes. It's, I think, now how can I become better? Mm-hmm. You know, my better self. Like when I'm off the trail, what am I going to do different? You know, we're always about kind of growing or, um, you know, uh, 
becoming just coming our best selves. And so sometimes I will, like, oh, I'm going to eat better when I get off this trail and I'm going to, I mean, you know, you start thinking about, there's something that I don't know if it just motivates you because you feel so good that you just feel like you want to create something with that, you know, like, or, or sometimes I start thinking of the next, you know, what am I going to do? What other trips do we want to do? How can we stay out here and continue to live this lifestyle and, you know, just think about things like that. Yeah, that's relatable. I mean, if if this version is working, then I must be able to do something better to create a different and better version, right? Yeah, like how how, how can I be? How can I step into even a better place in myself? Kind of, you learn a lot about yourself. I I process. I think a lot of stuff is you process a lot about yourself, and um, I, I think you do. Like when we hiked the Colorado Trail, uh, Christy's sister had just died, and. I mean, I, I could tell just by, you know, the being with Christy, you know, that she was in her head. She was processing that, that entire trip. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, you go replay it. it, you replay yeah. it. Um, when I, when we were hiking the Continental Divide Trail, that was during COVID. My, my mom who, who had dementia was in a facility. You couldn't go see her. It was all locked up. And, and I was really just trying to send energy to my mom. Every day I spent time sending energy to my mom to let go, to just like, let yourself go. You know, it's okay to die. It's okay to just let go of all this, you know, you're, uh, which was a really powerful connection with me, with my mom in a time when I couldn't be, I couldn't see her. I could, yeah. nobody could to go visit, go visit. And she did. Died three she weeks did. before yeah. we finished. We finished. So yeah. part of our hikes have been on grief. I mean, we've walked through grief. Um, I feel, I feel now we're in a place. I mean, that was early on, but that we are walking in joy and just loving life for the most part. But we have walked through a lot of hard stuff on some of those trails too. Yeah. Even that. I mean, that that wasn't. It wasn't like heavy. It that that felt like light to me. Mm-hmm. Spending that time doing that. Do you think that these are things that you have learned um, in these in these adventures? Um, you know, since setting out seven or so years ago, or are these things that you've always had inside of you? I mean, Christy, you were a, a student athlete, um, played basketball at University of South Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Annette, you you always been in the woods and, and had a rich love and appreciation for, um, you know, being outside. Um, are these things that are newfound, uh, ways that you've learned to appreciate being out? I think I've always, you know, I came from a family that was outdoorsy and outside and we were always out and camping and doing, I think I've always gone to nature kind of to heal or, nurture myself kind of outside. I think that's always kind of been a part of my life. So it's just kind of a natural, I really do feel like it is um, going home. Every time I go outside, I think I've always felt like that. It it is, you know, you're prioritizing. And uh, at this point in our life, we prioritize being in nature and um, doing physical things with our bodies and meeting new people and seeing new things. I mean, we've made that a priority and, um, I get, a, I get a tremendous amount from being out. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it. I feel like it nourishes me and, um, and, and, you know, yeah. And the biggest thing that we, the surprising, um, gift that we have found out here is the people that we have met along the way. Now, we've always loved people, but we had no idea that we would connect. Now, our, one of our goals in retirement, often people retire and their world kind of shrinks. Uh, and so we didn't want to do that. We wanted to expand our world. And so we wanted to expand um, by doing new things and um, meeting new people. And, you know, so whatever, so until we die, we, we decided and made a choice that we want to do new things and just really expand our experiences. But the people that we have met along the way have been unbelievable. Right. And we stay connected to people. I mean, we, from the day we started um, RVing, we have met people and then the trails, you know, really is set up to connect with people. And then we started doing the video. Just, I really kind of started the 
video so my mom can kind of see what we're doing. And people started connecting with us there. And that has been like a gift. So the connectedness to people, we love nature, but the connectedness to people has been just incredible, like <laughs> incredible. We have met amazing people. And you can feel that energy of uh, people really wishing us well. I mean, you can feel that in different, yeah, as you're going along, it's like people really do want you to succeed in the sense of to be able to be out there and share your experiences. And we wanted to motivate people and older people to get out. Oh, absolutely. And so, and that you can do amazing things. Don't limit yourself. You know, it's like sometimes society tells you limiting thoughts and just don't believe it. Just get out and create your life, create your joy. You're in charge. You're um, you, you can create whatever, however you want to do it. But, um, and then we would get feedback from people that would, would say, you know, I joined the Y today and I'm walking or I'm walking around my neighborhood or I bought a bike. And I'm, I mean, all of that has been a gift that we did not expect to get (laughs) as we stepped out there. I mean, it's just been incredible, really. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like some really special gifts that you've received for a couple of feral women. And by feral, we're going to get to feral in a minute. And I also want to spend a little bit more time talking about the importance and the influence that you all have made in, you know, building your community. And like you said, meeting more people, meeting new people, meeting friends that are helping you along the way. So we are going to go to a quick break and then we'll be back soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. So we touched a little bit before the break about building community and, you know, meeting some new people and followers. And, you know, I want to share that you guys have just completely bared yourself if you will um you've got a youtube channel out there and and i definitely want you to share you know how everybody can start following and listening to your youtube channel but y'all are close to fifteen thousand subscribers and that doesn't include the people that just jump on and watch videos and don't even know how to subscribe so you've got a worldly and global following and and it's amazing so i you know i want to hear a little bit more about how you felt like, you know what? I mean, and, and I know that you mentioned that you just wanted to share it for your your family, close friends or whatever about some of your adventures and traveling. But I mean, this thing has really taken off. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of started, we kind of started it in when, as before we started the Appalachian show, just our RV life. And um, I kind of wanted, you know, my mom to, and our friends to kind of see what we're doing in a way to stay connected to us when we're out there and kind of started the, the YouTube channel. It's just, we hardly had any followers. We we're just kind of putting some videos on. And, um, and I kind of have always felt that the life we live, I think Annette is amazing in that she does amazing stuff, like handy stuff on the trailer, like amazing <laughs> putting solar on like, and I thought, man, that's like incredible. So part of it too, is kind of, I just think Annette, it was pretty amazing. And a lot of the stuff went when we, before we even started doing the long trails. So we just kind of had family and friends. And then when we started doing the um, Appalachian trail, we had no idea that people even followed videos. I mean, really, I, we were that we were just because half the time we were out in our RV, we weren't even really connected to the Internet and things like that. So when people started following and, and writing us 
and hey, I want to meet you when you come here. I'd like to do trail magic and you could stay in my house. We're like, what? <laughs> what is this? So it was so exciting. And we take it, if we can, we try to meet every single person because, I mean, sometimes we can. It doesn't work out. We're already past him when we get the info or whatever. But for the most part, we know that that is a gift that's going to unfold for us when we connect with, the, with people. It has been they feel like they know us when they meet us, but we have no idea. And it is kind of this gift that unfolds. We get to learn about them and, and just amazing, amazing people. Yeah, people have great stories, mm-hmm. you know, behind every face, everyone you meet, there's this story of how, of how they got to this place where they're connecting with you in this way, right? Mm-hmm. Why they're interested in outdoors or, you know, they may have had a brother or a sister you know, someone in their family who did a through hike or, you know, they approach it all different ways that you meet these different people or they just randomly the the woman on on Prince Edward Island, um, not, um, not, 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 yeah, I can't know it. Anyways, she, uh, just like randomly, we popped up on her thing and she was like, you know, come and stay at my house, which is incredible. And we did. It was, it's just, and that she was amazing. Yeah, she's super cool. Like, it's just power woman, you know? Oh, so fun. Yeah, so just, fun. We just meet incredible people. Almost, it seems like um, like magic, almost. So the videos to us, the gift of the videos, it, we kind of did it, too, as a kind of a diary because... Annette is a really good writer, but we just never stopped long enough to write. But we thought if we kind of document what we're doing, we can always go back and look at those videos. And I, I'm not a good writer, so I'm more of a visual person. So the videos kind of fit. But the gift of the videos are the people it's connected us to. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really easy to make those connections. First of all, you, you watch one of these videos and they're so friendly and heartwarming and you're completely harmless on there. Right. <laughs> Two women just looking to have an adventure. Let's bring them into our house. I'm so curious. What is it like when somebody just out of the blue just reaches out and says, hey, you know what? You're passing through my neighborhood. I'd love to come and pick you up, take you to this five course dinner. You can spend the night at my house. Um, in, in my experiences, I have had some of those invitations and I I always think like, okay, what's the agenda here? Like, where are we going with this? Is it really, truly what we call trail magic? Um, and, and you said you always say yes. So what are like some of those first interactions like when you, when you first start meeting these people? Well, people will, um, reach out over social media. So either a Facebook page or Instagram and, or the videos. And, um, I will keep track of that. I mean, I write them back and thank them for wanting to connect and I'll say, you know, I'll let you know when I'm in that area or whatever. And, um, and so, and sometimes it doesn't work out. I mean, sometimes it doesn't work out because we're, all, you know, you already have something else going on. But for the most part, um, you know, on, on uh, kind of a private messages, you know, we'll exchange a way to kind of communicate either phone number or whatever. And we just, um, we set it up. I mean, we have people on this Arizona trail that have reached out that we've already have set up in different places that just really want to be a part of that journey. And I think it get, we're confident in that we have each other. I think as a single person. I think it would be harder to to step into that. But when we have each other, um, we feel like we're good. We can handle. And I trust my gut on things. So if I have a bad feeling about something, I usually can pick up on that pretty quickly. I have not had that experience, but I trust myself to to kind of get a feel of the situation. And, you know, um, but for the most part, we... It's been wonderful. It's kind of humbling, really, because people do so much for us. They're so generous and over the top kind. Uh, and you, yeah, you know, we're not used to just like taking things from people. So you have to learn how to do that and and sharing the joy of it that they genuinely um, have enjoyed the videos or enjoy following on the and they genuinely want to do something for you. Yeah, it it is a you know women often can give with no problem, but receiving is really hard. It's really hard for people to give you. It, we, in our normal lives, we're like, no, we're good. I mean, we could be starving and somebody offered, no, we're good. I mean, you, you just kind of have that where you don't really. So this has been a, a great growing experience for us to take the gift that people offer and, um, 
and what I saw it was Susie. Susie joined us, our friend, on um, this bike trip. And we stayed at this woman's house. And Susie's like, I'm going to, I got my own towel. I mean, she was doing that thing. I don't want to be too much of a bother. We're like, Susie, let her, just let her give to you. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, that's been a great. Yeah, it's been. It's something you, we work on to just say thank you and allow that. Because yeah. really, we're very independent people that we could, I could do that trail and, and we would be fine. We would be fine because we would make it because we've, that's how we lived our life. We make it, you know what I mean? We just, no matter what, but this has been a different experience to allow people to be a part of our journey. And, and we talk about being experienced rich, but the stories that people share with us and their life that they share with us have really enriched our lives too. They're so there's so many really cool people out there. Yeah. You know, they live their lives, they have their jobs, and they're still doing that or whatever. And they're they're into it, and they're smart and funny, and you're just like, wow, you know? Yeah, it's just the amazing. world is filled with amazing people, mm-hmm. and yeah. it gives you hope, 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 hope in humanity for sure. Yeah, well, and you can't sell yourself short either. I mean, you, you may feel like you're taking a lot when when people offer and and, and open up homes and and such, but you're also giving them a little something too, a lot of something, and to even the people that you haven't met uh, that are you know are part of the fifteen thousand strong um, who are supporting you, and and that that is just this motivation, this inspiration that, you know, you guys are getting out there doing this. And in each one of your YouTube videos, um, I, you know, I remember from very beginning stages when you were putting videos up, it, it started with just find your feral, you know, mm-hmm. be feral, find your feral. And I love that. It resonated. It was deep. Yeah. It was personal. And and now it's turned into the more videos that I watch and that you share with the rest of us. Um, you know, some of the other ones are uh, try something new, create joy, get outside, uh, expand your limits, keep moving forward, connect with people, um, nature yourself, life short, and all these other just things that we know, but we forget all the time how precious life is. But you're sharing that message and you're sharing it not just, uh, you know, from your pedestal, but from your experiences. And that's something that I've, I've really appreciated as, um, as a subscriber, too. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we we I think you know that has been one of the most surprising parts of the whole experience for mm-hmm. me. Just the incredible uh, gift of of that that mm-hmm. the way that people uh, send us energy or you know yeah, invite right. us. It's just it's it's really been and people sweet. are really positive and give us really great comments and support. I mean, it's been a really positive thing because social media isn't always. I mean, it, you can, you know, it's not always positive, but we just really have a great group of positive people. And, um, yeah, it's, we get a lot from that. I mean, it's just really, it's just a connection. Even if we haven't met them, I feel connected with people that comment on those videos. And, you you know, you're kind of, I don't know, they just feel like you're, they're part of your tribe and they're rooting you on. And, um, and then, the, you know, to hope that people, some people can't get out there like we're getting out there. So to bring the beauty to them. You know, we love our public lands and we love uh, we have so, so much beauty that we want people to know how beautiful it is and to see it and to vote for to protect it. You know what I mean? Like to be a part of realizing we have a gift here just in the United States of amazing public lands that we're lucky. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of positivity. Right. Um, You know, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but I was just thinking as you were talking, I don't think I've ever heard a negative thing come out of either one of your mouth on on anything social media related. Even after the hardest day or the toughest climb or the worst weather, you're hot, you're hangry, you're tired. And it's never really been more than, well, that was a big day. Guess I'll go to bed now. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because no matter what. We are so lucky to have that moment, no matter what. So we always are grateful for just being alive and being in that moment. I mean, really, we've been through some hard stuff. I mean, there's days where it's just pouring the rain and you're starving. And if, but there's, but on, there is a part of you that is just so grateful that you're out there, you're experiencing it, and you have the ability to get out there. You know what I mean? Like, we've, uh, yeah, yes. just I feel lucky every day. One of the things when because we hiked the Appalachian Trail first of the long hikes, one of the things that the Appalachian Trail really taught me 
is that you've, you've made this agreement, right? You've agreed to do this activity. So you're going to do it. So fighting all of those hills and the, uh, the Appalachian Trail is like up, down, up, down, up, down. If the, every time you come to a hill, you go into this place where you're like, oh, uh, ah, and you're still going to do it, right? So it's like, okay, I kind of get this. Don't fight this. Mm-hmm. Just like, just like go roll with it. With it. Yeah. Totally go with it, be in it, and do it. And it makes such a difference. If it's raining, day. you just go yeah, with you're, it. Oh, you're not mad that yeah. it's raining. Yeah. It's just part, you know, you just go with whatever comes. And I think that's part of, I would say if any place I've walked in my life internally is I have walked to a place where I trust myself to handle whatever comes. And so it's similar out there. I feel like I can step out. It's like almost working my self to a place in life where I can step out there into the world, open my heart to it and truly believe I will handle good, bad, whatever comes to me. And it's similar on that trail. I feel like I could step out there and handle whatever comes. And, and part of that is um, making the decisions in the moment. We trust ourselves to do that, um, to handle hard days or hard situations or yeah, just, just listening to yourself. And uh, do I need a break today or I need to take two days off in this town? Cause you know, it's, I just trust, I think we trust ourselves to do that. And so then you're, you're just open in the moment. And I think you talked about last night when we chatted that, you know, some women especially are, they think, Oh, I can't, I could not go out and do that. And, and that is so much not true. Like, I am like the most regular, totally person. I never did sport. You know, I wasn't, I'm not like a super athlete. I didn't do any of that stuff, but it's totally accessible. And just being outside, even if I, if like this morning we walked up, you know, at a park in town here, totally uplifted me. I mean, it doesn't have to be this dramatic thing for you to get out there and reap that benefit of, wow. That, that felt really good, mm-hmm. just being out, feeling the cold air and, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so true. And you alluded to this. We did talk about this a little bit, but talking about, you know, I, especially women, you know, are we qualified to do this? Are we qualified to have a certain job, um, you know, do a certain thing, hike a certain trail, go off and, you know, live a life off the edge a little bit? And what am I going to do with my life? What is my purpose? And and you are fortunate that you've got each other, um, you know, is it life and adventure partners? And, you know, you're funny, you're carefree. You, we, we see this in front of the camera on this podcast. You're grateful for everything. But, you know, there's days that are really, really hard uh, and that can be really hard out there. How do you manage each other uh, or maybe even manage yourselves uh, when those when those times are a little bit more trying than others? I think I think it really is listening to yourself and I think part of becoming um maybe a healthy adult is that you're able to manage yourself um keep you know recognizing yourself when you're having a hard day and how to manage that where you're not spewing that out on other people so we both do really well with that we kind of I mean we have hard days but we also can talk about it or you know if I'm feeling great and Annette isn't and she's like I want to I just need a break and we would just you know take a break I think it's listening to to each other and kind of you know just just taking care of each other out there it's not the end the end the journey is what's important to us each day not not where we're headed I mean it's not the end that we're we're going to push through or I'm going to say oh suck it up we got to get going we're got you know we're just don't have that way of operating we're just kind of and if that moment we need to take a break or if one of us does, we just kind of work that out. I mean, and it's okay if I say to Christy, oh, you know, man, this hip thing is really bugging me today. I can tell her that. Like, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with this. So I can let her know that so that she can kind of be like, oh, okay, so she's got that going on, you know, so she can kind of support me in that. You know, you don't have to suffer in silence or it's part of um, – sharing the experience and supporting each other by just not moaning or complaining or whatever, but just acknowledging and saying, Oh, so this is going on for me today. 
And we very rarely have days where we just are barely coping. I mean, we really are loving. I mean, the harder it gets, the more we love it. Sometimes we'll do more or we get giddy more than anything else, or we, we start laughing and um, because we're so tired rather than being grumpy. But there's times where, and I'll tell you, it's really important. When we were on the PCT, we had a day where we had to go extra miles and get up over this peak because a snowstorm hit. And I'm, and there is this knowing that we will suck it up and do whatever we have to do. And there is something about that where, and we kind of become quiet in a way, but we, I hundred percent know that Annette will do whatever she has to do. We piked and done hard things for so long. You just know that you're, you're hoping nobody gets hurt and that you can make it out of there safely. But there's been times where there's been kind of life threatening things happen that I totally trust that Annette will deal so I just have to focus on my part and I know she will focus on doing right. her part. And likewise. Yeah. yeah. And now what would be a strength of, of Christie's? What's it? What's the strength of hers? Chris, well, she has a lot of strengths, but when you're doing this kind of life where you need somebody who can plan, Christie is one of the greatest planners. She has visual spatial skills that are amazing and she can like chunk. She can take some really big, complicated trip and break it into these very accessible chunks and say, okay, you know, da 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 da. She can do that really, really easily. And she also, besides, I think her temperament, you know, is basically she is easygoing and she trusts that if something is up with you, you'll say something. It's not like still waters run deep, you know, it's kind of like, okay, it's really, it feels supportive, but her planning ability is amazing. And I mean, she has big dreams, you know, like, Oh, we should do this. You know, we should look at, maybe we could do this. And I, some of the, I would, honestly, I would have never done any of the through hikes if it hadn't been for Christy. So not, even though I've been a backpacker, I've done, you know, done all kinds of outdoor stuff. I just didn't see myself as somebody who could go out and hike for five or six months. You know, I just didn't see myself there, but um, yeah, that that's part of the gift of, of sharing that with her. Christy, are you blushing yet or? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always great to hear things like that. So I want to turn around and ask you the same thing. What are some of Eddie's strengths? Yeah, well, there's many. She's highly intelligent, for one. She's a great researcher and um, understands, like, I can't tell you so how amazed I have been at Annette and how she figures stuff out and knows stuff. Sometimes I'm like, how did you even know that? It's unbelievable. An example of that, I tell people this story. One time we're in our RV and I'm, and I'm sick. I'm in the, we're pulled over in Nevada on the side of the road and I'm, I happen to be really sick. And the slide that goes out on the side of it broke. And it was just kind of wouldn't come in and all that. And I said, oh, man, the slides broke, you know. And Annette said, oh, it's all right. It's probably the actuator. She crawls under the thing. That's a little hole in the bottom, the little cardboard bottom, and fixes the thing. And I, I'm like, how did you know that? She's amazing. You know, putting this whole solar system together and creating that and putting that on the RVs. And, I mean, she's amazing. And, and being able to, the handiwork. and And also... She has a history of uh, being, you know, leading trips on the Colorado Trail. She's very knowledgeable in the backcountry and experienced, totally feel 100%. Like she would handle anything that came at her and would help anybody, would know what to do. And there's comfort in that mm-hmm. when you're doing these adventures that totally 100% reliable in those, in those ways too. And just fun and funny. We just, we have a great time. We have fun out there, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, that sounds amazing. Have there been any defining moments for either of you where you just feel like, you know what, I have arrived, I am in my space, I'm in my element, and this is exactly where I want to be until the end of my days? Special moment? I don't know about I have arrived, but I think we, I think I often feel like this is exactly what I want to be doing in this moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have that feeling a lot. I think at some point for me in my life, I feel like my home internalized within me so I could be anywhere and be okay. I feel like I'm at home. I could be anywhere. There's not a special external place that I have to be. 
I'm okay wherever I'm at. And I do 100% feel that I am accountable and responsible for creating my life. Somewhere I knew, I don't know the moment, that I can make my life how I want it. Um, and not that you can predict all things, but that I, I know I can handle all things, but I can create joy, a joyful life. I have the ability to do that. And I, and so I think, you know, whether that's doing the triple crown or if it's just going out and doing, a, you know, a walk in a, in the garden or I, whatever it is in that moment, I, I do believe, and there's something empowering about that to know there is a power in knowing that you can create joy in your life. You're not sitting and waiting for life to happen. You are living it like a part of making it happen. I think that, that in that, like Christy and I are both really curious. Like we're both still really curious about life. Like, Oh, what's this day going to be like? You know, I wonder what's, you know, I wonder what's going to happen today or gosh, look at that big, huge, dark cloud up there. I wonder what that's going to be like. The hike is happening. <laughs> I mean, it's like a curiosity rather than going to um, the spiritual place. It's like believing, like as Christy was saying, that you, you're you're equipped, right? You're going to handle this and you're going to make safe decisions. Like we have to make decisions about our safety a lot, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And we, on one occasion, made a choice to step into this really rushing water crossing in Wyoming and all, all of us got washed down and it was a, a life-threatening moment that we survived. But from that, we were almost out of a nine day stretch. We're almost out and we needed to cross this water crossing. And sometimes you get focused on where you're going and you just go. And it wasn't the smartest decision. So we ended up having to go a different way. And we said, you know, next time we need to stop and say, before we step into that, to say, hey, let's go this other way because this isn't safe. But sometimes you put your head down and go because you just want to get done. I mean, it might be an extra day if you go this other way. or But we want to be competent in the wilderness, not just being out there accomplishing things. We want to be competent Thank in making good, good choices. choices. Yeah. Wow. I, I wish this podcast could be hours and hours and hours because I'd love to hear like every single detail about uh, you know, getting washed away because that's are always things that you're looking at. You're looking at a water crossing, especially in the early spring, and you got uh, melted, you know, runoff and, and things like that. And those are split second decisions you think you've got to make. And is it safe to cross? Eh, no, maybe not. But I have to. I have to get to yep. the other side because I'm not going to turn around and go nine days more without food. And um, yeah, I mean, those are the types of challenges that you're, you you cross. Is there something that you keep expecting uh, to happen on any of these trips that just hasn't happened yet? And, and for example, I every time I've set out to hike a long trail, I'm like, I'm going to learn Spanish this go around. But it never happens. Is Do you have anything that you, you keep expecting is going to happen or that you really you maybe visualized or said, you know, that would be so amazing if this happened, but it hasn't yet. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Well, it's funny you mentioned Spanish because we talk about that a lot because we're both trying to learn Spanish. And I said, oh. we need to hike with someone who speaks Spanish. You know, somehow we need to get them to come along with us and just speak Spanish. Because when you're out there, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I'm done. I'm not, you know, looking for extra things to do. Mm -hmm. um, but I always think, and I still think this, I load my Kindle up, Right with these, oh, I'm going to read this, this, and this, and this, and this. And when I'm out there, I get in the tent, it'll still be daylight sometimes. And I am like, I'll read for five minutes and be out, yeah. you know, I'll wake up with drool on my, you know, jacket or, you know. Yeah, that's a blessing though. That's a blessing. Yeah. But what do you think? I don't, I don't know if I, something? I don't think I've expected, I don't think I have anything. I think it's been the opposite. It's been more than what I've expected, actually. Mm. Yeah. I think my our experiences out there have been way more than I even expected. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As far as that goes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, do you, so when you say, like, you were talking about stress, it's like you see yourself doing something out there because you have this chunk of time, right? Right. And you're thinking, wow, I have this chunk of time. So I'm going to start with all my verb conjugations from 8 to 10, and then from 10 yeah. to 12, I'll yeah. review vocabulary. <laughs> 
And then, I'm yeah. going to read in my RV manual and learn what an actuator is. That's really what I really want to do, right? <laughs> okay. I did read through the whole RV repair book, and and that isn't kind of why I knew that. Because <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> but, but it was also just kind of, it was like, it was a guess. Well, there are more adventures ahead of you. You mentioned the Arizona Trail. uh, So I know that one's coming up on your list March 1st, I believe. Talk about some of your uh, your plans for 2023. What's going on? What is the great planner planning right now? Well, we're going to do the Arizona Trail in spring, and then we'll probably come back to Colorado for a few months um, and train here because we're going to do the rag ride of the ride our bikes across Iowa. It's their 50th anniversary, and we kind of want to do that. So, which is kind of this, you know, it's like iconic Americana. It's Mm -hmm. like this very Americana kind of. We want to do that, so we're going to do that. And then, have you spent any time in Iowa? No, we know it's going to be hotter than blue blazes mm-hmm. and really humid. Yeah. I hope you really love looking at corn. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've never seen a place in, in all of the world that has more corn than Iowa. Yeah. It is amazing. And the contrast of colors between a blue sky and uh, and the green corn is really phenomenal. I Beautiful. hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll, we think it'll be fun. And, um, hot and humid it's like third week of july but um and then right after that we're going to do a europe trip we had planned a europe trip back in uh 2020 that got canceled because of covid so we're gonna um we've changed it a bit but we're gonna um we're gonna go try to do this slovene mountain trail in slovenia it's 350 miles it has a it go you go hut to hut on that one they they don't have camping you go hut to hut which should be really fun nice and um, maybe spend a little time in Croatia. We're thinking we might do the Camino de Santiago and maybe the Portugal Camino. We might change that up. We're going to, we might do something else. We're just going to, we'll, we'll plan to spend like three months in Europe, walking and hiking, climbing, whatever we have to do. Yeah. That's, That's exciting. Plan. Going global. Yeah. Yeah. Global in 2023. So at this point, would you say no to a book or a movie deal? Would you ever consider a TV show like Amazing Race or anything like that? Annette is an amazing writer. So we, but we just honestly don't stay still long enough to do something like that. Maybe in our 90s, we'll sit down and write something. I mean, maybe it's interesting to people, but I think the YouTube videos are really good at, at encapsulating. Um, the beauty, the challenge, the camaraderie, the love of being out there it, all at once. You know, I think um, that's a particularly good medium for that. I thought about putting uh, maybe like a, some sort of the videos together in something that's kind of like a film, like a, you could present at a film festival or something, like a women's film festival or something. Yeah. But that takes time, too, and we're too busy. To, I'm telling you, we just go. We hardly can sit down right at this point and, do, and work on stuff like that. But, Oh, that's a good thing. All right. So last words, those final last words you'd like to share with everybody that's maybe considering doing something like this. Just what is the first thing that comes to mind? Absolutely. Put yourself out there and do it. Don't worry about, you know, start small. Um, check out your skills, check out your equipment and just get out there. You're totally able to do it. You'll it's, it's very doable, very accessible, I think. And so it, it frees you up. It, it gives you a new uh, perspective on, on, on yourself. You're like, Oh yeah, I'm out here. I've got everything I need and I can do this. And I would say to, to women to be quiet for a minute, go, into your heart and figure out what would bring you joy and whatever that is, do it. This is ours, but somebody else's might be something totally different than this, but I would say go into your heart and find out what would bring you joy and create that in your life. Life is a gift. It is short. It is to be lived. It's to be enjoyed. And I would say quit worrying about, other people and taking care of other people and long enough to go in 
and find your feral. Find your feral in there. Yes. Yes. Joy is so important, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I completely agree. All right. So I think we probably picked up a few new fans. How do we follow you? Share your YouTube. Yeah, so our YouTube channel is Wander Women, Wander with an A. Um, Christy with a K, Christy and Annette. And the same on Instagram, I think, Wander Women, Christy and Annette. And um, we have a Facebook page, and it's called Wander Women slash RVsters. That's right. R-V-S-T-E-R-S. I'm going to make sure that this is all included in the show notes because I think it's an incredible journey. I'm super proud of everything that you were doing. I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to have a little chat. I, I, this could go on and on and on, but, um, you know, obviously there's limitations in, in time. Been really fun. Thanks yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And if I could share my parting words learned and borrowed from our special Wonder Woman, it is. Definitely, indeed, go find your feral. Um, absolutely love that. <laughs> thank you so much, ladies, for joining us. And to everybody else, thank you for tuning in to the Amazons podcast, where we explore women doing extraordinary things and taking epic adventures. It was my pleasure being here. Thank you again to Christy and Annette for their time. Uh, again, you can follow them on their YouTube channel and Instagram at The Wonder Women or on FB, uh, which is Facebook under RVsters. Uh, and of course, please continue to follow us at WISP, at WISP Sports on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And please stay tuned uh, for the upcoming year, 2023. It's going to be a year for new and unique content, including a new podcast coming out hosted by me, where we will strip naked, not, not really, but have some really deep conversations and uh, explore some incredible lives of athletes and adventurers throughout. So until next time, make it a great day. Thank you so much.